Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Greetings and welcome to Woke AF with me, Danielle Moody. This week marked the beginning of the murder trial for Minneapolis police ex-officer Derek Chauvin, who killed George Floyd in broad daylight nearly a year ago by kneeling on his neck for close to nine minutes, setting off a renewed wave of protests against police brutality and white supremacy across the country. I'm joined every week with my friend and MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirshner, who for 30 years worked as a federal prosecutor. This week, I asked him to break down the numerous aspects of the Chauvin pretrial process that have been troubling me. Glenn's explanations were so in-depth and so informative we ended up talking for almost a half hour about this pivotal trial. To hear our full conversation, which is one I think is essential listening for anyone that will be following this trial in the coming weeks, head over to patreon.com slash wokeaf and subscribe for just $5 a month. I'm sure this will not be the last time that Glenn and I talk about this particular trial. And I talk with so many other experts and thinkers five days a week on my show. But for now, I do want to share with you Glenn's breakdown of the lesser included third degree murder charge, which has since been restored, how the jury selection process works, how Chauvin's defense might use George Floyd's autopsy against the prosecution, and ultimately whether he thinks Derek Chauvin will be convicted of the murder of George Floyd. The feeling here for me with regard to the second degree murder charge and a third degree murder charge and having both of those stand is that I don't want him to get the lesser charge. Right. And the understanding is that one, I'm not hopeful. The pattern that we have seen since the murder of Trayvon Martin has been the same. It has been consistent. There has been no deviation except for, I believe, in one case where uh, the young man, and I'm forgetting his name because there have just been so many, was shot to death in a car because he was playing loud music. The older white man who shot him went to jail. But in every case and every other case, these people get off, whether you are a white vigilante or a white police officer. My question, though, 
with regard to how we are looking at these jurors. Some of the questions to me seem incredibly problematic, which is, do you support Blue Lives Matter? Do you support Black Lives Matter? Have you been to a protest? If you were at a protest, did you bring a sign? If you brought a sign, what was on that sign? The idea that we can't even in this country say that Black Lives Matter and make that into something that is somehow conspiratorial, somehow violent, when in fact everything we've seen is to the contrary of that, is incredible to me. And we also seek to look for people that are what? unbiased or or impartial. And I don't understand how everyone in the world saw that video of George Floyd taking his last breath. Everyone in the world. So how do we look for impartiality when something went viral? So, okay, there's a lot to unpack. So many great questions. First of all, when we talk about the judge getting rid of the third degree murder charge, he did that because he thought legally speaking, that was not an appropriate theory of liability as the Minnesota law is drafted. So when I said it might be perceived, I should have said it might be misperceived by Chauvin or by some as, hey, this judge threw out a charge. Maybe that's good for us. He was doing what he thought was right, I believe, based on the law. So, um, and, and it's and it may not, I don't want to get down in the legal weeds. It may not technically be a lesser included offense under the law because you need to have elements in common as you work your way down to lesser included offenses. And the theories of liability are kind of different. So it may not be a lesser included. Let me talk about lesser included. Every time I tried a first degree premeditated murder case, you bet I wanted the lesser included of second degree murder to go to the jury. Why? Because if I didn't persuade all 12 jurors beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant actually engaged in premeditation and deliberation before killing the victim, then if I didn't give them second degree murder, the jury would have to find him not guilty. And I will take a second degree murder conviction mm-hmm. all day, every day, rather than a not guilty on first degree with no right. opportunity for the jury to hold them accountable. Then let me talk about the problematic um, juror questions that you mm-hmm. were referring to. I don't see them as problematic. Here's why. I want, first of all, you're absolutely right. We get to protest. I was down at the Black Lives Matter protest in DC, right in the middle of it. I felt strongly about that. We need to protest. It's an important part. It's our civic responsibility, frankly, to protest, right? It's the only one of the only ways we can hold our government accountable. But as a prosecutor or as a criminal litigator, I want to know what the what the preconceived notions and beliefs and passions are of each juror. So for example, I want to know if somebody is all about blue lives matter. And you know what? Derek Chauvin, whatever he needed to do, he needed to do because he was protecting us, right? I need to know that as a prosecutor because I need to be able to exercise a strike for cause against that person because Mm -hmm. I welcome your right to express and to protest whether you're on the blue lives matter, the black lives matter, both, neither but I need to know it so I can make informed decisions as a prosecutor about who I want and about who has no right sitting on this jury because they have such strong preconceived notions that they can't put them aside and base the case only on the evidence they hear in court. So that's my view of what sound to be intrusive questions that sound like they trample on our right to express ourselves freely. 
Okay. Because that's how I felt when I, when I heard it. I said, well, that just doesn't seem right to me. The entire country was at protest. We, we were seeing them in all 50 states, right? And so when I, when I saw that question, I'm thinking to myself, well, we're just now going to throw people out and assume that if you've sat on your couch for the past year, right, um, didn't involve yourself in any which way in these uprisings or calling your representatives or anything, that then that makes you impartial. And I think that I equate it to when we talk about media and journalists not not having opinions, right? And there is no way that you don't have an opinion in this day and age in what we are seeing. There's no way that you didn't have an opinion about kids being snatched from their from their mothers, right? And locked in cages. There's no way that you are reporting that and saying you're you're reporting it in an impartial way. Um we're human beings. And so I I thank you for that clarification. What are you anticipating? As this unfolds, where, where are you anticipating that the defense goes here? I know where the defense is going to go. I've studied the autopsy report. And so two things about the autopsy. The first one was performed by the Hennepin County Medical Examiner, as mm-hmm. is ordinarily the case in all jurisdictions. Your state or your county medical examiner performs the autopsy. And then George Floyd's family hired Dr. Michael Bodden, whom I know, and he had a a, a fellow forensic pathologist do the second autopsy with with him. They reached two different conclusions. The first one said he experienced a, a heart incident that was a product of the restraint being applied to him by police officers, but he wasn't suffocated. And I'll talk about that in a minute. And that's an important finding. The, and Michael Bodden and his associate said, no, this was an asphyxial death. He was asphyxiated. Here is the issue that we have to contend with. Mm-hmm. The prosecutor said, I'm calling the Hennepin County Medical Examiner to testify, but I'm not calling the medical examiner that was hired by George Floyd's family. That's a perfectly appropriate tactical decision. And he thinks he can prove criminality based on the findings of the Hennepin County Medical Examiner. But here are some of the challenges with those findings. The Hennepin County Medical Examiner found no injuries to his neck, either externally or internally. When you resect the neck, I've seen so many strangulation cases. There are telltale signs of strangulation. There's a broken hyoid bone, which is a very delicate bone right here. And I can tell you, Danielle, in every manual strangulation case or significant pressure that's put on the neck, you're going to have a fractured hyoid bone. You're going to have fractures, they call it, to the cartilage. You're going to have bruising internally. You're going to have, and you're going to have what's called petechial hemorrhaging. Those are pinpoint hemorrhages in the whites of the eyes and in the gums that are a result of your brain being deprived of oxygen. The blood vessels begin to pop. Telltale signs. He had none of that. He had none of that. So what they're going to argue is... It may look bad that all this pressure seemed to be applied to his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, but there's no injuries and there's no hemorrhaging that would that's associated with the brain being deprived of oxygen because his airway is being cut off. So he wasn't strangled. 
what he was is he had pressure being put on all parts of his body. And his body was under duress. And he couldn't get enough air in, which is right. different. It's different than a strangulation death. It's called positional asphyxia, where pressure is being put on the body here and here and here, and he can't breathe and he can't breathe, which is different than strangling a guy out, not to get graphic. Right. So here's what the defense is going to say. They're going to say, you know what? Maybe the guy who was putting pressure on his torso was really the bad guy. I can't. I can't. I know. Just just hang with me, though. Hang with me. I know I can't either. And it's not a winning argument. I'm just trying to set out mm-hmm, for you mm-hmm. and for your listeners where yep. I think Chauvin is going with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but hold fast because it's a losing argument for him. So, you know, maybe my knee on his neck looked bad, but there were no injuries and there was no deprivation, acute deprivation of oxygen to the brain. So Mm -hmm. my knee didn't strangle him. Here's the other thing they're going to say, and you're not going to like this either. Do you know how long it takes if you're strangling somebody? Do you know how long it takes for somebody to lose consciousness? The psychologist will tell you eight to 10 seconds. And then it takes less than four or five minutes to kill somebody by manually strangling that person. They're going to embrace the eight minutes and 46 seconds and say, see, he didn't lose consciousness in 10 seconds. He didn't, wasn't strangled to death in four minutes. Therefore, my knee on the neck was not the bad actor. Here is, here's my concern. Anytime you have multiple people involved in a murder, co-defendants, and you begin to sever them out and try them individually, you know what happens? Every flippin' defendant makes this argument. Oh, I'm not the one who, oh, it's the other guy. The other guys who aren't in court, they're the bad guys. I'm not the bad guy. Look at me, I've got a suit and a tie and I'm wearing my college boy glass. Look at me, I'm (laughs) not, you know, and they put on an, an act. And I saw it for 30 years and the defense attorney will put everybody in a suit that's too big for them to make them look meek and put fake glasses on them to make them look bookish. Oh yeah. It, the place defense attorneys and I'm not critical. I love my brother and sister defense attorneys. I really do. Most of them are good, honest, ethical, zealously representing their clients. And we want that. But here's the good news. As I watch this as a career homicide prosecutor, I know how I would try this case, and I'm pretty dang sure I could win a conviction based on the evidence I've seen. And what I've seen from this prosecutor is he's strong, he's thoughtful. I haven't, I've only seen what I can see on court TV. Right, right. I also think the defense attorney is very strong. I think the judge is very thoughtful. I'm thrilled with the civility and the professionalism that I'm seeing. I don't think it will be a circus because they've allowed cameras into the courtroom. Sometimes that can devolve into an absolute mess. At the end of the day, my prediction is this jury will hold Derek Chauvin criminally accountable for what he did. The biggest question in my mind is at what level of homicide? In the days and weeks to come, we will be following the Derek Chauvin trial across the country as it unfolds in Minneapolis. The city, with its Operation Safety Net, barbed wire, and boarded up businesses, is already preparing for the worst possible outcome, a presumed not guilty verdict, and justifiable civil unrest over yet another killer cop walking away without justice being served. 
But I will continue to have these conversations with Glenn, whose legal optimism gives me much needed hope, and other sound legal minds every week on Woke AF Daily. If you want to follow this trial along with me and the rest of the Woke AF Nation, join us at patreon.com slash Woke AF for just $5 a month. We are steadily growing this community in an effort to make our world a woker place. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.